Khaleesi here with Label Free Podcast. Do you know what's scarier or spookier than seeing a black cat on Halloween? How about Drago having two hairy full moons and some nose hairs in my face? When it comes to blow the waist grooming, get your man to shave his pumpkins this Halloween because Manscaped is here to upgrade his grooming experience. Go from a bite-sized candy to a king-sized candy bar and get him to join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code LABELFREE20. Again, go to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping by using the code LABELFREE20. All right, guys, we got some new products coming out very soon. So keep an eye out for those updates and happy Halloween. What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. I'm super pumped. We've got a very cool guest joining us all the way from the Netherlands. It's very late there. So you're going to have to stay tuned in and listen to what he has to say. He is a mindset and business strategist at the Millionaire Life Strategy. He empowers tech experts to boost their business and themselves, transforming them into the person that achieves their ambitions, goals, and beyond. Please welcome Erwin Wills. Erwin, thank you for joining us today. I cannot believe that it's that late and you're doing a podcast. <laughs> well, thank you for having me, uh, Dan. So um, it, it's late, but it's all relative. And I really loved your podcast. So I'm very happy to be here. I'm happy to have you. So I, I'm, I really love what you do. I'm very much, uh, so you're, it's a, you're a coach, right? You do coaching. Um, yep. And like I've said in a lot of my different episodes, I, every coach I talk to is very different on their focus. And that's why I love talking to so many different coaches because I, I always learn something new and you connect with a different different person in my audience than another coach would. And you focus specifically on, on tech experts. Can you tell us what that means? Yeah, um, you could describe my default client as being introvert, um, thinks he or she can't sell, don't like to be in the spotlights, uh, talks about features a lot instead of the results where the clients come from. Uh, they talk jargon a lot. Yeah. And I know because I've been there myself. Uh, I have my Master of Science in Electrical Engineering, worked in the ICT environment for about 20 years in all kinds of different roles with an, um, a focus on process optimization. And in 2014, I thought to myself, you know, you can optimize a process and have all the graphs and figures to justify this optimization. But if the people don't change, the process itself won't change. Right. So I thought about how can I get those people to change as well? Well, via a little research on NLP, I came to uh, doing a training in hypnotherapy and everything I loved came together because I love helping people, but in a coaching way, yeah. um, my work needs a challenge. And since every person is unique, every new client is a new challenge for me. And I'm still optimizing processes, but very complex ones, those of the internal human being. So about the first one and a half year, I worked as a hypnotherapist, helping people overcome all kinds of mental challenges. And then I, uh, I saw a lot of unused potential with my clients. And I found that a pity because I want to put people in the full potential. So that's why I um, changed my focus towards coaching. And now I'm helping tech experts to get the best out of themselves in the business. And it, it feels like I've come uh, full circle now. That's awesome. That's a great story. Um, why do you think, and maybe this might be off the cuff, but why do you think tech experts are more introverted than a different type of an expert? Um, 
I think that most of them are left brainers. Yeah, so they do they, they, re, they do a lot of reasoning, you know, they're thinking logic and in structures, and they get a little bit disconnected with the feelings and emotions. So that's why they have a hard time uh, building up relationships. And that's how they they get in this fissure circle of having a hard time building relationships it will make you introvert. And it's like this, this chicken and egg story, you know, they want to, but they don't know how, which will emphasize the, their introvert part. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I mean, because I, I like I was telling you before we started recording, I'm in the IT tech space now, and it's a different animal. I mean, and I'm mainly in sales, so to speak. It's not necessarily sales, because what I'm offering is a free platform for um, my clients to um, take advantage of our large network of IT tech candidates. And uh, it's just a very different different animal than I've experienced in the past. So, but, so you also incorporate... EMDR and IEMT um, into your coaching, into your practice, correct? If needed, yes. If needed. Yeah. Can you tell us what those two mean and how, why you would use that if you were to coach one of your tech experts? Sure. Um, and I can actually give you a very recent example of that. Okay, so, cool. Um, are you familiar with the RAM sleep, the rapid eye yes. movement? Yes. Yeah, it's a part of your sleep where your eyes move very fast from left to right and back again. Yes. And uh, that's the moment during your sleep that you're processing all emotions that you've uh, gathered uh, during the day. And when you have a traumatic event, the emotion is so high that uh, it can't be processed uh, through those standard procedures, those standard processes of REM sleep. Okay. So you end up with unprocessed emotions and every trigger that is related to that event can trigger that emotion and you can't control that. So with EMDR, which is actually like uh, following the finger, mm -hmm. which moves your eyes from left to right and back again. Yes. That's actually um, pushing this, this unprocessed uh, emotion through the standard process of the REM sleep. Oh, wow. Okay. So that's, that's the, the, the basic working of uh, EMDR. Okay. Um, and that's, and it, that is yeah. desensitizing repetering. Yes. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, IAMT, which is integrated eye movement therapy. It's a similar technique, but uh, with EMDR, you have to put the person in the uh, memory, which will activate the, the, the strongest emotion. Okay. And you try to, to minimize that emotion in that event. And with IAMT, you only need the emotion. You don't need the event itself. Okay. And I had a client uh, very recently that um, it was a tech expert as well. And he had a hard time to speak in public. You know, when he was in a meeting with a director or a president, whatever, it didn't matter, you know, it could just be himself. Right. But if you would stand in front of a group, he felt nervous, you know, he, he, he got very nervous and he didn't like that feeling. Yeah. So I first did a hypnotherapy session with him to give him a solid base. And the second time uh, I used IEMT to get rid of this, this feeling that he had. Sure. And uh, that was last week. And yesterday he would, uh, be, uh, he would present in a group 
Unfortunately, the event got canceled, so he didn't practice it in, for real. Oh, but he, he messaged back to me, you know, I still can't re, uh, reactivate this feeling anymore. So feeling so, that, um, feeling that uh, what, what's anxiety, would it be? Yeah, well, thinking of the, of the coming event, he would already feel this anxiety in his stomach. Right, right, right. But he can't reproduce that feeling anymore. That's so he great. can think of the event, but he doesn't get this anxiety in his stomach anymore. That's awesome. That is that is so great. And so you, um, I love that. I think that's amazing. I mean, I I don't know because hypnotherapy doesn't work on everybody, right? Well, if the person wants to change, it will work. But you okay. can't hypnotize anybody that doesn't want to be hypnotized. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if I would be able to do that. Don't, don't try to hypnotize me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not find out while we're recording. Yeah. <laughs> but I've always found that very interesting that to, I've seen it done once and it was just, it's pretty, it's, it's, it's wild. Hey guys, Deanna here with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. If you're anything like me, you're a bit overwhelmed by all the teeth whitening products on the market. This next sponsor has provided me with some very interesting facts to pass on to you. Fact number one, teeth whitening does not whiten your teeth. It removes the stains and restores the tooth to its natural color. Natural colors vary per person, but for most it's an off-white or slight, slightly yellowish undertone. Fact number two, teeth whitening does not damage teeth but it does temporarily dehydrate. When dehydrated, the pores in the enamel are open and exposed. Open pores invite acids and sugars, which as we all know, lead to tooth decay. Avoid or minimize acidic and sugary substance for at least 24 hours after whitening. Also avoid staining substances as the teeth are more susceptible to restaining during this period. Fact number three, Tooth sensitivity is the result of tooth dehydration. When the pores of the enamel are open, the teeth become dehydrated, exposing the nerve to the elements. As the tooth rehydrates, the sensitivity will dissipate. To accelerate the rehydration and curb sensitivity, use a post-whitening application known as remineralization or desensitizing gel. Fact number four, caps and veneers cannot be whitened because they do not have pores for the stains to latch to. Prior to having dental work, you should whiten your teeth, restoring them to their natural color as the dentist will be color matching to your current shade. Fact number five, the key to teeth whitening is the delivery device. So long as a whitening product is a peroxide <laughs> based whitener, it will remove the stains. What differentiates one product from the next is device that holds the whitening agent to the tooth without interruption. Whitening strips neglect the crevices and molars and they slide on your teeth. Saliva floods the generic trays because they are bulky and do not create a seal. And that's something I used to use. So it's good to know this. And you likely did not know this, but LED lights are novelty items that add no benefit. You need a high output UV light only found at the dentist. Don't fall for the gimmick. If you insist on a light that does not work, get one on Amazon for under $15 or under $5, whatever. The number one whitening device recommended by dentists is a custom fitted tray. You can have your dentist make your trays for three to $500, or you can head on over to www.smilebrilliant.com and use their lab direct mail-in process for a fraction of the price you would pay at the dentist. Oh, and if you grind your teeth at night, you can also purchase the Smile Brilliant custom fitted night guards once again for a fraction of the price the dentist charge. 
Once again, that's www.smilebrilliant.com and use coupon code FREE for 30% off for an exclusive discount by Label Free Podcast. Are you guys happy teeth whitening? Is there a case where someone's being, that someone's been hypnotized that they could revert on their own back to some that, like the behavior that they were trying to change? Um, Does it wear off, I guess? Yeah, well, sometimes the... um... You could say that the, the 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 medicine is worse than the disease. So we call it secondary gain. And I had an example of a lady that uh, had a fear of driving. Okay. But uh, she had a driving license, but she didn't dare to drive. And but she and her husband had a very busy job. You know, they were all um, how do you say it? They were working on the career, right? They were working five days a week. Yeah, and in the weekends, her husband would go with uh, to the, to the soccer games with the boys, you know, the whole weekend, mm-hmm. and she would go to a wellness center or go shopping with friends, you know. So she was re-energizing herself, right? Uh, because for the for the next week, so to speak, and but she felt uh, imprisoned in her freedom because she didn't dare to drive. Right. So she came in for a hypnotherapy session and she was released of this fear and she was very happy with that. But uh, three weeks later, it came back again. Oh. And what happened was that uh, she was totally excited that she dared to drive again. Sure. And her husband said, you know, I've already been at every soccer match for the last two years. You know, it would be great if I get a weekend off he right. would go uh, bring the boys to the soccer games. And you can see how they play, you know, they like it when the mother is there as well. Uh, so she did because she could drive, she felt free again, and she drove the boys to the, to the soccer games. But this whole re-energizing part, that wasn't part of her life anymore. She didn't go to the wellness centers anymore. She didn't right. go shopping with her friends because she was busy driving the kids to the, to the matches. Right, right. And after two weeks, the, her subconscious thought, you know, this fear of driving wasn't that bad. Yeah. So if I reactivate it again, she will get re-energized in the weekend again. Okay. And that's what we call secondary gain, that the, the cure was worse than the disease at that moment. But we have uh, techniques again to, to solve that as well. Oh, that's interesting. So did so she did, did so she reactivated her fear for driving on her own. Well, her subconscious reactivated this fear of driving again because she didn't re-energize. She was on uh, full steam the whole week sure. and the weekend, so she didn't get to rest anymore. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, so it's just like you know, not having any balance there. Just too much of too much of anything is not good. You gotta like you know exactly. Nothing in excess, everything in moderation. That's how, that's how I look yeah, at it. There, you know? there wasn't any quality time for herself anymore. She was just in service of other people. Yeah. Okay. I get it. I get it. So when someone comes to you that wants to be one of your clients, what does that look like? How, how do you have your, do you do a um, consultation with them? Do you try to find what, so can you talk, talk, talk to us about your process in case someone wants to reach out to you and maybe use your services and have you coach them? Yeah. Well, I always have a free intake with my, with potential clients. And because if I want, if you and I would, would have an intake, you know, 
I want you to have the feeling that I'm the right coach for you and I can truly help you. I'd want to have that feeling myself as well. Because sure. if I'm going to coach you, it'll be like uh, a six month period or maybe or, or a whole year, you know, and there yeah. has to be a, a great fit to each other, right? Yeah. So if it doesn't feel that there's any fit, I won't make you an offer. So <laughs> it's, it's getting to know each other. It's uh, listening to your current situation and what you want to achieve. Yeah. And depending on, on the gap in between, I'll make you an offer. You know, I have several services. I have accountability coaching. I've got the strategy sessions. Uh, of course, I've got my hypnotherapy as well that I can offer. Yeah. And I've got my coaching programs. So depending on your current situation and your desires and needs, I will advise you which program would fit best to, your, uh, to help you. I love it. And you pr pretty much, your, your clientele is mainly tech, geeks, nerds, and other left-brain technical experts. Yeah, well, uh, there are more clients, you know. I've also helped other uh, coaches and therapists as well, and also some, some graphical designers. Oh, okay. Because they think they, uh, uh, they're creative ones, you know, and they're not sure. technical, but they're still using a lot of jargon. Yeah. And because it's, it, it, it's so second nature for them that they don't realize that the other person won't understand what they're talking about. Right, right. So, so I like to, to help people that are ambitious, that want to grow, they want to develop themselves. And because of my background, I can really... Uh, understand the tech experts uh, the best. I love that. That's awesome. Well, I mean, like the, there is a coach out there for everyone. So if you are a tech expert that's listening to this or watching this and you're looking to get some more development in your life and to reach the best possible life that you, or live the best possible life that you can live with no labels, maybe we'll take the label of tech expert off of there and you just be who you want to be. Please reach out to Erwin. Erwin, where can people find you, follow you, support you, and just learn a little bit more about you? Yeah, well, they can visit my website, millionairelifestrategy.com. I've got some uh, several interviews on that page as well, so you can get a little bit more, more background of me and, of course, some testimonials of, of other clients. And they can uh, approach me and connect with me on LinkedIn as well. Awesome. And I will make sure that I put all those links in the show notes, you guys, so don't hesitate to reach out, connect with them on LinkedIn, do what you got to do. If you know someone that would benefit from connecting with Erwin, please let them know. And before we say start wrapping things up, I always like to ask my guests any last words of wisdom or advice they'd like to share with the audience. Yeah, well, uh, this is presupposition about tech experts that they think they can't sell, right? Yeah. Um, but it's my belief that everybody can sell because you know those, those typical nerds that the moment the newest iPhone comes to the market, yeah, they're the first ones to buy it. And they're so enthused about this iPhone that they start telling you why you should buy it as well, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So what are they doing at that moment? They're, they're selling. Exactly. They're selling the iPhone, yeah. but they're not getting paid for it. Right. They're not uh, getting a free iPhone or whatsoever. They just want you to have the same experience with this new iPhone as they had, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. But if you look to the basics, they're actually selling the iPhone. At the moment, you get enthused as well. Uh, you buy a new iPhone. They've sold you an iPhone. Yeah. And now <laughs> it, the trick is that they should feel the same enthusiasm for their own services and products. 
and the moment they feel the same enthusiasm, selling is easy. Yeah. It's all it's all in the mindset. Well, I believe that we are are selling constantly in our lives, whether it's if we go to an interview, we're selling ourselves. If we're our, you know, if someone's going on a date, you're selling yourself. If it, you know, you know what I mean? Where there are always circumstances in our lives where we're we are selling and we just don't realize it. And if we're doing that just subconsciously and we're successful at it, you can always take that skill and use it somewhere else that would benefit you more in life. And people don't realize that. And so as a salesperson, as a lifelong salesperson, <laughs> I, I, you know, I've, I've learned that over time and, you know, it's just something for people to be aware of, but Erwin, it has been absolutely an honor to have you on the show. Is there anything like you'd like to share with us before we say goodbye? Um, well, just one thing that I uh, share with my clients as well. Okay. Uh, maybe you've heard of it as well. Um, that people listen to the favorite radio station, WIIFM. Okay. Which is short for what's in it for me. Yeah. 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 So when you know that, then you should tune into their radio station. What's in it for them? Yeah. And the moment you put the focus on the per the, the your conversation partner, so to speak. Yeah. and think of what's in it for them, how will they benefit from this interaction, then selling is easy, getting your ideas through is easy, but you truly have to know what's the benefit for the other person. Yes, agreed. Yeah, agreed. And that can actually um, translate into so many great things in your life across the board if you are up, you're looking at at it for what's in it for and it's not being so selfish but that's a whole nother that's a whole nother episode <laughs> so we're not going to go there but Irwin, yeah. it was so great having you on the show thank you so much for being a guest please keep us up to date on any new projects if you come out with a book well we'd love to let everybody know and have you back and share that with the audience you guys this is your host deanna Kempel with label free podcast to live your best life you must live label free please don't forget to subscribe like comment share follow all those good things and i'll be back soon with more dynamic guests